you know you could use a vacation right now. I could. I mean, honestly. So consider Little Rock for your first trip of 2021 with six stops on the U.S. Civil Rights Trail and dozens of Black-owned businesses and restaurants just waiting to serve you. It's the kind of place where Black History Month is celebrated all year long. So if you're big on Black culture and you're going, you're going to be big on Little Rock, Plan your visit today at LittleRock.com. It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. And do we ever need them? Cricket Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you. Starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See store for details. We chose her cause she's sweet as pie. Take what you give, even your lies. But baby, are you happy without me? She scrubs your back, washes your clothes, gives you everything that you ask for. But do you ever want more? Cause my love. My love is deeper, tighter, sweeter, higher, flyer. Didn't you know this? What didn't you know tis? My love, my love. It's a little Jill Scott. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Do you Jill Scott? Not particularly. I didn't think but, something told me in your um, facial expressions that you did Jill Scott. I mean, I know who she is and I know that song, <laughs> but I'm not like, you know, I don't reach. I don't reach for her. Not I know uh, who she is. It's not my scene, so to speak. You know, I have a lot of respect for her and I know that she is a gift and, a you know, a absolute treasure and wealth of our culture and our time. <laughs> But I can really say that I've never really just got in the car or came home and said, I want to listen to some Jill Scott. I feel I'd something something said Kia either really Jill Scott's or she doesn't really Jill Scott at all. Something in my spirit. Just it's one hard yes or no. I'm dying at you saying I I know who she is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how I feel. I have a lot of respect for her as a person, as a black woman. I think she's extremely talented, but I just, you know. I'm with the shits. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> with all due respect. Yes, um, respect Yeah, praise the Lord, everybody. What's going on? Welcome back. Um, Welcome back, man. We're here to talk about the ghettos of adulting. We are. The worst hood. We have ever, ever, ever endeavored to live in the good, the bad, the ugly, the tested trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, the taxes, and the tries of being a real life adult in the year of our Lord 2021. 2021. I said that earlier. <laughs> Shut up. What's your homegirl's name again? 2021. Rayma. Rayma said that there was a, a especially uh, there was an old Jamaican deacon at the church that got up and said something about in the year 2021. <laughs> And so that's like a thing. <laughs> so now I just can't stop saying 2021. No, it's, it's, a, it's a great gift that Rayma gave us because I definitely used so much. it earlier. <laughs> so, thanks, Rayma. 2021. 2021. What's going on, sis? What's the update? How are you? I am here. I'm doing okay. I am working um, and learning. Uh, you know, been doing lots of work, like, you know, professionally, but also been Spending some good quality time sitting with myself, thinking about things, um, noticing some growth. I was talking to Fran a little bit earlier on text message, like how like self-work is really labor intensive mm -hmm. when you're working on yourself, when you're trying to, you know, think critically and reflect on like your, the ways, your ways, your whys, you know, how you're navigating certain things, mm -hmm. um, trying to improve your systems. It is really, really important and necessary work, but it does take a lot out of you. Yeah, it um, does. So just so I'm doing a lot of thinking and reflecting on why I why my reactions and responses are what they are, mm -hmm. um, and thinking about what I can do to kind of improve and grow and continue to get better. And this is all important work that has to be done. 
Um, it's just really emotionally and physically and mentally taxing. I know, but it's a it's a gift, man. It's a gift to do it and um, trying to grow and get better. It's always it's always a, a gift to grow. It is, even when it doesn't feel like it. You you end up seeing it, you know, later on. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that we as millennials, um, I think that's an area where we shine in terms of like questioning convention mm-hmm. and not just doing things because tradition says so. And and that's not to be disrespectful no. to tradition. But, you know, I think that it's important, like, you know, interrogation and criticism doesn't always mean, you know, hatred and and just a lack of respect Mm -hmm. but sometimes you need to reassess and think about you know think about things in terms of their utility and whether or not we can be doing things more effectively and i think our generation is shining and pushing in that in that area as we push back some of the norms and traditions and conventions of our culture and time um you know even some of our practices how we relate to ourselves Mm -hmm. how we relate to our families um, you know, the ways in which our our traditions and families have shaped our lives mm-hmm. and shaped our trauma and all that other stuff and trying to do better for the future. So that's where I am. I know it's really thoughtful and deep. I'm sorry. No, do not apologize but, uh, for doing self-work, please. <laughs> I'm just kind of in that space. I'm just in this house by myself, child. Trying to enjoy myself since I'm in here by myself, I mean, girl. That's all, that's, all, that's all that can be done right now, actually. Sometimes <laughs> you sit in your room and you stare at the wall and in the back of your mind. <laughs> yeah, your conscience. <laughs> Say, hey, girl, let's have a chat about some things. LL Cool J don't know why what d- he was on to with that line. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Talk about why you do that. <laughs> why did you do that? To be better. But I'm proud. I'm proud of you. That's hard work. It's hard work to. I just want to be better. It's it's hard work. Be it ain't easy work to get there, but it's it's work and it's fruitful work. And so, I love to see it. I applaud it. I know it ain't easy. Well, you know we have a little trash to get into, and I know it's been a it's been heaviness. Well, you didn't tell me how you're doing. Oh, you didn't tell me how you're doing. I'm great. So let's before we get into the trash. I'm great. <laughs> I too am doing my own <laughs> self work. And uh, it has been, let me tell you all, my purge did exactly what I needed it to do. I wake up in the mornings and I'm, how rude. Let me explain. Okay. That's fine. Let me just do a little, let me just tangent real quick <laughs> because that's my heater. When y'all hear the shh come through, that's the <laughs> heater. It's an old Brooklyn building. It's been here since like 1951. And so, you know, they came and fixed all the valves and told me that it wasn't going to be as loud as it once was until I realized it is louder. So, <laughs> you know, for anybody who may be wondering what that annoying white noises in the back old building heater can't do nothing about it anyway yeah um, jade's not in the shower no she's just sitting by not right now (laughs) shout out to uh i i've been seeing noah all over my timeline here recently i saw that amazing ad that we did with franiqua and i then i saw what you posted today her little black history project about may jemison i thought was excellent she did so did she not do so good I mean, sh- we stand the talent. We stand the gift. We that is ASAP Noah. My cousin put together a really beautiful uh, Zoom for all for a bunch of bunch of the kids in the family. It was like nineteen kids, and she put it in that you know extended fam- family friends and all of that, and they all did beautifully. So everybody had to pick a figure, and they did a presentation. However, they chose to do it, and then she combined all of them into one long presentation um and my little cousin sky did opening credits like she made them look like movie credits it was the cutest thing in the world <laughs> so noah chose may jemison we sat we researched her and then put together a little cohesive something and she was like okay i'm ready <laughs> and she killed I it, love it killed it so yes your niece is, has been very booked and busy we love to see it. Very booked and busy. But that's so that's what I've been doing being a stage mom in addition to, you know, actually also working. <laughs> so so I'm 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 tired but I have no complaints. I'm it's beautiful like I don't push her to do anything and I love that whatever she does, she does it the way that she wants to do it. 
and it just it's very noah-esque it's very asap so it's so good i'm it's so good i'm lucky to have her i really am to experience her she's a natural talent she is sis and i'm lucky for my tribe but we got trash yeah let's head on over to the trash yes let's get into it okay so I wanted to keep the trash light. I want the episode to be light because it is the very top of in, of uh, Women's History Month. And, you know, we are coming off of Black History Month, which is actually all the time. Let's be very clear. It does not end with February. Um, mm-hmm. But we did want to keep the trash light and shout out some beautiful black women who have been in our social medias and so forth and so on in the last couple days. So I'm not even going to ask you because I know you didn't, but the Golden Globes, they came on. I I was aware that they were on, Same. but I did not watch anything. Also as well. But yes. You all can see mm-hmm. a pattern here getting grown. We cover things that we don't watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what we do is pay attention to the beautiful black faces that are attached to these different events. And so shout out to Andre Day, who is the second black woman to win a Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Drama. Um, and we know the first woman was Whoopi Goldberg in The Color Purple 35 years ago. <laughs> wow. I want to say Color Purple came out 85, maybe something like that. Yeah. But 35 years ago. So she is the second black 84. woman. So shout out to her. But so much controversy surrounding the Golden Globes. Y'all got to do better with your representation at the table, but that's another situation. If you want to know more about that, there's a beautiful article on the root.com. Um, but shout out to Andre day. And, you know, we're just going to pardon social distancing for five seconds and acknowledge the amazing black woman moment between her and Regina King. <laughs> I mean, Regina was mad, but it's fine. And we don't know if they're vaccinated, you know, they, maybe they you follow know? all testing protocols that's not what we're here for right now. Right now, we're here to celebrate the beautiful black girl moment that happened between Regina King as she went to go celebrate Andre Day, um, which is such a, a monumental moment. You know what I'm saying? That's such a dope moment for Andre to win and also just to see the pure celebration and support of, a, of such a well-respected freaking queen. You know what I'm saying? We all love Regina. We all love Regina King. She's just everything to us yes indeed um and some of the other you know gorgeous fashions and beautiful black faces that graced us via the elevator and and different things (laughs) kiki palmer showed up in a little uh josephine baker-esque situation very nice yes very cute it was like a little short Mm -hmm. situation with you saw it I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. I did. You should see Kia's face. No, what? I did see it. Viola oh Davis looked like a beautiful yes. mermaid. <laughs> she did. She looked like a yes. beautiful uh, mermaid of the diaspora. Laverne Cox came through with a with a, a sensual quaff, just a nice little braided number. She just looked real. It was just like soft and beautiful i was like this is just yeah, so very, like, ethereal um actually quite stunning quite stunning jackson and satchel lee children of spike lee they're making their own waves okay. in hollywood i know you yes. were like okay yes. now who is that now? Like, yes. whom? Whom? i'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay I'm sorry. angela bassett came through with an eggplant number okay and All it was everything regina king because mm-hmm. Black people, we get dressed up. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? When it calls for it. Jonathan Baptiste. Okay. I have to shout out Jonathan Baptiste because he, so I met him first when I used to work at Dizzy's at the club. Such a beautiful spirit, such a warm, nice human being. And to see him just come up in this way. So he also won a Golden Globe for um, Soul. He did the soundtrack for Soul. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Jazz musician out of New Orleans, uh, from New Orleans. Just a just a dope, dope, dope guy. And it's beautiful to see it's beautiful to see people like that, you know, come up. People that you know come up like that. So I want to shout out Jonathan. And there were so many more. There were be, there were so many other looks. Tiffany Haddish has this. She's 
I love her bald head right now, actually. I think it looks great <laughs> on her. She had a beautiful dress on. Uh, Susan Kalichi, you know, uh, from This mm-hmm. Is Us, or should we say The Beth and Randall Show. Um, and then Andre Day, she looked beautiful. So shout out to all the blacks. <laughs> shout out to all the blacks. All the blacks. And uh, Jane Fonda as well. So I, saw, uh, <laughs> I saw Cynthia Arrivo. She gave a little, it was like a black... Yeah. Judy Jetson. Yeah, I saw it. Vibe. I, saw it. I, saw it. Mm. I okay. I, I chose not to say okay, it. That's fair. <laughs> you know how they tell I you mean, if you see something, say something. Sometimes if you see something, you don't you need to say my, nothing. My <laughs> you know, I just it wasn't my cup of tea, mm. but I wouldn't say that it was horrible. I was oh, following mother's fine. advice. That's all. I was. Okay. <laughs> that's fine, and that's your choice. That's your choice. <laughs> but yes. I did see it, and it it was all right. Period. (laughs) Very nice. But that's I think that's is that the trash that I that I did? Oh 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 no! Oh, I thought this was so dope. Okay, especially on you know the brink of of Women's History Month and Black History Month merged together. Ruth E. Carter um, made history as the first Black costume designer to read receive a star on the hollywood walk of fame so i thought that was really really dope i was like i love to see black women just getting their things that's the lady from um i'm gonna be wrong she did she uh she worked she did with do the right thing and black panther okay yeah black panther that's why i was afraid that i was gonna be wrong but yes i felt like that she she's won did she win us oscar or a screen actors guild award she got best costume for for uh for black panther black Panther. yeah Ooh, as she should have as she should have but i'm really sure. really happy to see i'm really happy to see people who should be receiving their things get them i think that's really um chadwick boseman's wife made a yes. wonderful speech yes in yes, his yes. my bad like posthumously mm-hmm. yeah i mean it was it was moving and i still haven't watched um that Ma Rainey movie, but I I I need to. I'm actually going to put that. On, so I haven't up, either. Bump that up on my to do list. I'm I'm sad. I'm really sad, and I'm kind of. Yeah, I have been kind of putting it off because I know that you know seeing him on screen is going to be like I actually haven't watched Black Panther or anything. Well, you know, and this has nothing to do with Chadwick. I think that I watched Black Panther enough for like three lifetimes. <laughs> no. I probably I will watch it again. I have like, I have like a. I have these weird sort of like stints where I'll just watch it over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I think like right after he passed, I had a, a couple of days where I watched it, but then I had to have like a hard stop because I really found, I don't know. I think we talked about it here, but I found myself grieving. Yeah. Chadwick. Like I knew him personally. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that was intense. Yes. It was, I, I was really sad for, for Chadwick, like Chadwick. Cause it was so, it was unexpected for us. It was, you know, we didn't know what mm-hmm. he was dealing with and um, rightfully so, but it was just kind of sudden for, I think, you know, for us as, as the public and yeah, it's just kind of hard. Cause he was just, he was, he was at his, he was at his peak. He was doing his thing. He was, it's just sad. It's just sad and still kind of shocking and unbelievable to be, to be perfectly honest. Um, but that's our trash this week. I I wanted it to be positive. You know, I wanted to focus on positive women and black women um, who were doing some things at the Golden Globe. And outside of that, you know, not much else was positive in the news. So we're going to we're going to just let you all read that on your own. <laughs> Fair enough. But we do have a shout Fair out to enough. get to. So we should do that. My sister's popping right now. All right. Um, it's a. Uh, I guess the over, overall overtone of the show this week is in celebration of Black Girl National Black Girls Appreciation Day. Mm-hmm. This Girl Trek, a Washington D.C.-based nonprofit health movement for Black fe- females, last year dubbed March first as Black Women's Appreciation Day, um, and they promoted the idea with the hashtag "Thank a Black Woman." The social media campaign um, asked black women and allies to post thank yous on the internet with love letters, videos, and other posts that highlight appreciation of black women. Um, Essentially, um, the founder of Vanessa Garrison, you know, 
push the movement because, uh, you know, black women um, bear a disproportionate burden of the responsibility in, in households and in communities. And, and oftentimes, as, as it's been discussed in a lot of, you know, places, uh, women's history um, tends to center, you know, conventional actions and activities, Women's History Month, uh, and, and kind of conventional feminism centers whiteness, white women's perspectives and their contributions. Um, and so, you know, there've been scholars and thinkers and women throughout black women throughout history who have been really vocal about the need to center and celebrate black women. And so building upon the uh, intersection of black history month and women's history month, March 1st was designated as national black women's, uh, appreciation day last year and so we wanted to keep that energy going um and the shout out this this um the shout out for this episode you know carries on in that very same vein so we'll be i wanted to shout out um black girl holidays which is a content calendar that was created um by patrice camo who is a local uh content creator and she also owns a co-working space in the DMV area, specifically in PG County. And she created this Black Girl Holidays. It's a content calendar that lists out 450 plus Black women related events, milestones, birthdays, coloring pages for every day of the year. The calendar is wholly founded and created, designed and protected by Black women. Um, the designer, um, Cherie Savage from Detroit, the researchers, uh, Diana Burns and Brianna Head are based in the DMV. And the uh, attorney on the team is Rita Cena, who is out of Orlando, Florida. So um, there are certain dates and key dates um, are highlighted throughout the book. For example, Black Girl Magic Day of February 15th, um, Black Women's Appreciation Day, which is which is March 1st. Celebrate Your Name Day, which is March 9th. International Day Against Police Brutality, which is March 15th. National Stress Awareness Day, which is April 16th. Um, Fantasia One American Idol on May 26th, Black Women's Equal Pay Day on August 13th, countless other uh, premieres, fun facts, birthdays, mm -hmm. highlighting the lives and contributions of Black women. Mm. Um, black women are everything. This calendar was created because nothing like it existed in the world. There was not a content calendar or any central place where all of these key events and milestones and contributions of black women um, were organized. And so Patrice and her team put it together. It was released on January 19th, the day before we inaugurated our first woman, first black American, first South Asian American vice president, Kamala Harris um, and black girl holidays, uh, goes beyond conven convenience. It is about representation. It is a, is about making sure that black women content creators and content creators all over the world have access um, to to the information mm -hmm. that will position them to highlight black women um, in in very intentional ways. And so, um, black women continue to be severely underrepresented in management positions across all sectors holding only 4% of management jobs compared to 32% held by white women. Mm -hmm. um, black women represent 42% of new women-owned businesses, three times their share of the female population, and 36% of all black-owned employer businesses, and that's according to, to Forbes. Um, so these this calendar not only includes those kinds of dates and milestones, but also that kind of information. And Patrice, we, I just wanted to celebrate Patrice and her team because I think that the Black uh, the Black Girl Holiday content calendar is an amazing resource for content creators, bloggers, podcasters, anyone oh, I will be, who I will be uh, has that. a. <laughs> has a large, I mean, you know, anyone who has any sort of platform, but especially platforms that speak to, um, you know, the needs, lifestyles, experiences of black women, because, you know, it's, you know, it's just, it's just a mechanism for us to sort of 
continue to, to, to ring the alarm and spread the word that lets other people know that we have, this is how we celebrate ourselves. This is how we raise our children to celebrate themselves because that's the kind of empowerment that keeps our success and productivity alive. So specifically for our listeners, you can get your own Black Girl Holidays calendar. You can, you can order a beautiful spiral print copy or you can get a digital download. Both are available for sale at www.blackgirlholidays.com. You can use the code BGHGROWN and you can get 10% off of yours uh, today. It is very affordable. I have one. This is not going to break your bank, but it is an investment that if you're a content creator, it's going to yield a very large return for you. I have a copy. It's beautifully illustrated. It's very um, practical. It comes with uh, all kinds of, you know, notes and place cards you can actually use it as a notebook that and helps you to plan out your 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 regularly scheduled content um around these highlighted days and events mm-hmm. i love it i have used it for team typing fast we will be using it and we've also used it to inform some of our production for getting grown mm-hmm. i think it's an awesome tool and um when patrice reached out and shared it with me i knew immediately that i was going to share it with you guys and i think that you're going you it's just something you need to see um, and be a part of, I'm going to, this is a, actually, I meant, I made a note here. I'm actually going to talk to Chris and make sure that he posted on Instagram as well. Um, there is a, a black girl holiday Instagram page. I want you guys to check it out. Either way, this is our shout out for the day. We want to center and feature the black girl holidays content calendar. It is something that you don't, you don't want to miss, especially if you are a content creator, if you do any sort of pro- programming, whether it's digital or in person at your job, you want to let people know this is how we celebrate ourselves. This is how we make sure that our uh, needs and perspectives, our issues, the people who we want to celebrate and highlight that they are also integrated into mainstream conversation. Um, so, yeah, that's so shout out to Patrice and her and her team of black women. Yeah. Shout out. It's a whole team of black women that put this yes. together and they did it really quickly. And I love I just love it. So I just wanted to make sure that we highlight it here on getting grown because, you know, that's what we do. That's what we do. Shout out. I'm I'm. We do use it for getting girl, but I'm going to get one for my personal use. Thank you so much. I need. Oh it yes, my, I want it in my life. I need <laughs> it in my life. Okay, well we have a kitchen table, um, which is going to be fun. So let's go over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick of the yeah, same old yeah, breakfast? Yeah, yeah. Here's something new: just eggs scrambles cooks and tastes just like the eggs you're used to, but it's made from plants. Just Egg is protein-packed, but with less saturated fat and no cholesterol. If you have two chicken eggs with breakfast, that's already 124% of your recommended cholesterol for the day. The science is pretty clear. Plant-based diets can have a dramatic improvement in everything from heart health to life longevity. Just Egg tastes and cooks just like conventional eggs. Put it in an omelet, scramble, french toast, banana bread, pad thai, whatever you like to do with eggs. Just Egg is also better for the planet using 93% fewer carbon emissions and 98% less water than a conventional egg. It takes 53 gallons of water to produce a single egg. Yes, 53 gallons. Run your bath water and see how long it takes you to fill up 53 gallons. So I've told you all already twice how I feel about Just Egg. This time I won't tell you that I feel weird about it anymore because I've already done it too many times and it's been great. I substituted Just Egg for conventional eggs in my fried rice. I also substituted and made an omelet and added some peppers. I added some sausage. I don't really care if it's not (laughs) it's what i did it's what i chose to do it's my business but i did that and had an omelet and it tasted delicious so just egg is just egg is where it's at okay and i get to cut my cholesterol at the same time you can find just egg pretty much anywhere at most grocery stores including whole foods walmart and kroger and on amazon prime now or instacart just egg a better egg for you and your family Thank you, Just Egg. It's a great product and from a company with a great mission. All right, guys. Another great show for you guys to check out. Built to Last is a podcast by American Express that highlights the stories, history, and continued legacy of Black-owned small businesses that shape American culture. 
If you haven't already, check out the debut season of Built to Last and hear host Elaine Welteroth explore how the black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses. The season features small business owners like Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant Slutty Vegan, Hanifa Mwemba, a cutting edge designer, and so many other amazing small business owners. Plus, there's a special check-in with modern day Renaissance woman, Issa Rae. Hey Issa, as Built to Last uncovers and celebrates past and present stories of black entrepreneurship in America, we hope to encourage all of our listeners to support these businesses and also the black owned businesses in your community. Check out the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Podcast. Podcast. It's time for the kitchen table. And Kia and I wanted to keep it light this week and actually asked you all to get involved as well. So we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But we wanted to talk about just some of our favorite things, our joys of being black women um, in, in the beginning of Women's History Month. So... I'm going to start off by asking you, sister, what are some of your favorite things about being a black woman? You know, I say all the time that I am just very grateful that the Lord, when he was putting me together, he made me a black woman. I wouldn't want to be any other thing ever in the whole wide world. I just am grateful. There are certain, and I mean, I don't, I know that y'all think that I'm playing, but there are times when I just will literally just be like, whoo, thank God. Like, I would just say, thank God. A lot of times when I go to the gym and when I see other people in their leggings, <laughs> I just want to say, Lord, I want to thank you. Okay. Because you did not have to do it, but you did. Okay. <laughs> when I see other people and I'm like, my God, what if, what if my backside looked like that? My God, I want to thank you. It's been because a long you made ass me. day. <laughs> Woo, Jesus I am grateful and not just because of of those sort of physical things you know what I'm saying when I see the way that we age when I see the way that we that you know we we get better and mm-hmm. more refined how we care for ourselves the way that our bodies are built to be strong mm-hmm. and to to endure difficult things with grace and and softness and style I think I just am grateful because there's lots of people out here who age like sour cream okay and they're they just don't in pajamas I mean and (laughs) avocados they just are out here and then people who are younger than me who look older than me Mm. and so in this in, in light of these actual facts I often just give God the glory for making me how he made me okay listen um but but on a deeper note <laughs> on a deeper note there are there are things that I have come to really appreciate and value and celebrate about being a black woman that I think are just that are just a part of who we are mm-hmm. regardless of how we were brought up uh, across the diaspora you know, near and far across generational gaps and differences. There are things that are inherent to black women. Mm-hmm. Some of them are fun. Some of them are fun and, and, you know, and, uh, you know, contribute to our, you know, sense of approach and how we kind of show up and how we finesse certain things. Others are, are, are deeper, more substantive, um, but, you know, still, still just as important as the as the former but when i'm thinking about these things the things that come to mind are like you know there are certain verbal and nonverbal universal truths about black women and how we communicate that you know like i said you know they transcend generational mm-hmm. divides and they transcend uh, you know, differences in the world uh, across the diaspora. And I mean, it is, it is when I say sometimes it's verbal, sometimes it's nonverbal. I can be anywhere in the world. And if I say, mm, every black woman in the world, in the room knows what I mean. <laughs> if I just say, if I say, mm, and you know what else? If I say, mm, 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 everybody knows. <laughs> we all are on the same page. Mm, 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 mm. Now, y'all know exactly what I'm mm-hmm, talking about, mm-hmm. right? 
Mm-hmm. There's just something that comes naturally to us, right? We can just, the way that we can look at each other and say nothing, it's, but be reading and communicating <laughs> with one another. Like, mm. like we don't even have to. In many ways, I think too. that. Th- I mean, it happens and it just shows up. Like you said, it is it is expressed so differently, but it is so it is it is etched into who we are. It is a part of our DNA. It is our it is our thumbprint. <laughs> it is our contribution to the world. And that's that's a gift. I think that we have an inherent ability to create um, to make to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, thinking about how even last week when we were talking about like soul food traditionally uh, and even some of our cultural, you know, you know, even beyond sort of like black American culture, but even in other cultures, we can take literal scraps or nothing, mm-hmm. you know, like we can take anything mm-hmm. and make it, and make it delicious and make it beautiful. That's not just in food, but eat, sometimes in clothing, you know, we, we don't have to have a lot in order to make beautiful, substantial, important things. Um, and I think that that has been something that's a trademark of who we are. We have been able to create, we create wealth where we, we haven't been handed or given anything mm-hmm. in this country, but we have created um, we and and established our place and literally created it out of nothing. Absolutely, um, and I think that that is something that is that is, um, you know, amazing about being a black woman. I think black women are natural natural trendsetters. I think people emulate us, and they don't even realize that's what they're doing. White girls, uh, uh, you know, took cornrows and called them boxer braids. They know exactly what they're uh, doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like the thing, you know, I mean, the people are getting the, the people are are spending thousands of dollars to to shape and transform their bodies into how we are naturally configured. Faces. Um, we faces are natural trend faces. faces. I mean, hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 transform every like, you know, everything we touch, we transform it and we take it and make it new and and, and, it, and make it to the to the extent that people are not emulating and recreating what we do. We so dope. These niggas about, came like, up with a new term, transracial. I said, oh, oh, God. My, <laughs> all right. Ch- well, <laughs> they want to be us so bad. They want to okay, be us so catchy. bad. Um, but yeah also i mean my list is i'll i shut up because i feel like i'm doing a lot of talking but i think black women are natural cheerleaders and coaches oh my god i think there is something there's like and we complement one another in ways that we don't even you know what i'm saying like i talk about this all the time but like you know instead we don't have you I can say, okay, polka dots, yes. okay, red lip. Like, like, yeah, like, sure. we, like we know <laughs> like, yes, we know how to we know how to we can find a reason to celebrate anybody, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I think is and we're also natural coaches. We are not we teach and train each other without even trying. It is actually how we retain each other. We we actually extend our productivity by helping to reach back and you know, the way that we come together and form community and share information and resources is something that people are are trying to do Mm -hmm. people go and pay money to learn how to create communities of practice and and every black woman friend groups i've ever been associated with across my you know academic and professional life has Mm -hmm. been a community of practice absolutely you know i mean people have showed me how to be who i am um and still be myself Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's no no you know and and i'm not knocking anybody's hustle and i'm not saying that this is not you know this is i recognize that this has become an industry now but you know used to be a time where you know it didn't cost you nothing to get some you know to to reach your hand back Mm -hmm. and help the next person Mm -hmm. it wasn't a price tag it wasn't you know and i'm again i'm not knocking anybody's hustle but like you know before they before we were paying business coaches and professional coaches and dating coaches you could just you know call up your girlfriend (laughs) and get the tea word um because that that is something that that comes very natural. I think that's a part of who we are as as black women. I feel like I've done a lot of talking. What are what are some of the things on your list? Oh, no, sis? Sis, what is your what are your favorite fine. things? You're absolutely fine. Um first of all, I'm dying at the we how we need such little words to communicate. Even via yes, the internet. That's so true. During the um, girl. <laughs> because all we have to say is girl. G- girl da, da, da. A, just a look. <laughs> During the Keisha Cole versus I posted a Tyra gif 
where she was sitting on the panel and she just like kind of did like a once over. <laughs> I said nothing. I put no caption. I put no, no nothing. A barrage of comments from black women it was like, Listen. please stop. Don't you start because, <laughs> because they knew exactly what I was doing or what it's I so meant. Good. And I think that that minimal communications actually speaks volumes as to how connected we are. And I love how sure. connected we are. I love how diverse we are. I love mm-hmm. how diverse we are, not just in appearance or how we can switch up our hair, even though that is amazing. A gift, you know, right? The fact that we can braid our hair up and it doesn't rip one up out of the scalp and things like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can play around. We can be curly. We can be straight. We can do whatever we want with it. And it's, you know, as long as you do it in a healthy manner, it's resilient. Mm-hmm. But not even in that way. I love how d- diverse we are and in spirituality and in personalities and you know experiences mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you might have somebody from milwaukee and then you've got somebody else over here from brooklyn and then you got somebody from la and there's still this intertwined beautiful foundation of being a black girl where there are certain things that can be understood across the board you know what i'm saying and i just think that that's beautiful our sisterhood i think about my own um village of of women in my life and how key they are to my life you know how they teach me things i teach them things they're there for me i'm there for them and it is an ecosystem and it's beautiful it's beautiful the way that that works and they are truly my sisters they are my chosen sisters then that's not to take away from my relationship with my my blood sister but those cho- those chosen sisters like that sisterhood is a real thing i love our humor <laughs> And how the smallest things can be, we find them so funny because we understand them. I want to say, I feel like I met her maybe at one of your team typing fast events, Alicia Cheek PhD on Instagram. Yes. I was, somebody sent me her, um, her Instagram (laughs) post today where she was talking about all, you know, black people say let me by let, getting off the phone it'd be like well let me go let me go feed these kids let me go watch tv with this nigga she said let me go sell this weed <laughs> she said it was a whole it was a whole um it was a whole number of things but it was hilarious so i love how our humor is yes. so simple but it's so understood um so that's that's some of the that's just a very just a few things that i love about being a black woman but we have a number of responses that we received on the Twitter um, from mm-hmm. other beautiful Black women. Do you had did um, did you receive some? Do you want to read some? Sure, I can. Okay, um, and I can read some as do, do, well. Do, 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 do. Yes, we've got tons, loads, and loads of responses here. Um, Friend to the show and sister in my real life, Felicia Commodore, Dr. Commodore. Hey, Felicia. Says that she, yes, uh, <clears throat> Dr. Commodore says that she loves our sensibility mm. most of the time. LOL. She says we have a unique <laughs> relationship with our intuition. <laughs> we have a unique relationship with our intuition mm. that helps us move about the world with, uh, with a way of knowing Absolutely. that in her opinion is unmatched. Also, the sisterhood ain't nothing like black girls' sisterhood. Absolutely. Let me Absolutely. tell you something. That into that intuition unmatched, that is a word because I can literally sit Very here so. and Raven Simone myself, but like back and say <laughs> <laughs> and say, Oh, you know, I knew that was a bad idea and I went through with it and I saw how it kicked my ass. Like we have listen. to listen to our, we have to listen to our first minds. We have to listen to our guts because they do not lie. Keep going. I love that. Absolutely. Um, Cinnabon, who, uh, I, it's, it's, I don't know how to, I don't want to butcher the name, but it's at Bonsiojo. Uh, she says, we are incapable of being bland. Yeah, any aspect of our lives, even our bare minimum selves uh, at rest are full of flavor. That's another thing I'm very grateful for, because Mm. when I sometimes see and have even experienced, you know, the cooking traditions of other cultures, I thank God. 
that I grew up in a place where good tasting food was the <laughs> most priority. Absolutely. We did not play nasty food And I know that she was house. talking about more than food. Yes, she was. Yes, I know she was talking about more than food, but just saying full of flavor just made me be like, I'm glad because, you know, everybody's not able. They don't know how to season up the seasonings like we do. And also, it's so funny she said that and you say that. So you know that the internet and you know they're the algorithm they're gonna put the white kids before they put the black kids whether it be tiktok mm-hmm. whatever right so our kids are just exposed to the same shit we were just a level of just whiteness that's thrown in their faces so noah would be watching her little tiktok youtube streams you know where she wants to watch a series of dances and obviously they're gonna show all the white ones first and me and tristan be like you see how the black people, you see the sauce that we have as a people. You see how it's like, Period. it's sauce on how we, you see how it just looks different. Like, we want you to celebrate that. We want you to. Listen. That's right. I'm, I know. Go I know, off. Cookie. You see, I, you see how they do? Can you close my door, though, please? <laughs> okay. All right. Clip, miss. No, close. Okay, can you close this, please? Can you? I'm not playing now. <laughs> oh, we're gonna fight. Uh, <laughs> cl- close the door. This is real time parenting, ladies and gentlemen. This is happening. Yeah, it is. I'm. Yes, that's real time parenting. <laughs> but yes, please continue with the tweets. I'll have. I'll read some after you. Okay. Um. Courtney the Great says, being a black woman in this world means being resilient, versatile, and innovative. We are the beginning of everything. The beginning of life, all fashion trends, hair trends, culture, radical love, and everything in between. I love being a black woman because I love being infinite. Yes. Oh, that was one of my favorite responses. I thought that was dope. For sure. Well, Christmas time. That's Chris Miss <clears throat> mm-hmm. time says our style, our way of telling stories, the occasional mental telepathy you have with the <laughs> only other sister in the room. You can literally communicate with your eyes without saying a word if need be. That's it. And if you know what it means, a laugh, frown or eye roll. We always know what it means. Oh, <laughs> yes. We always know what it means. There was a lot of how we compliment each other. Mm-hmm. Um how we smell good. Oh, yeah. Uh, we actually had a GGB enter the chat, actually. Oh, very nice. Yes. And he says, I am not a black woman, but my sister and mom are. And I love how y'all can get someone together and nurture them in the same breath. It's a gift. And y'all are so smooth about it. <laughs> Everybody's not able. Yeah. Never occurs. <laughs> My mom could give me a tongue lashing, but then turn around, give me understanding as to why I needed it. And if I could add one more, black women are effortlessly funny. Okay, that's all. I'm not trying to monopolize y'all space. That's good. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and that's from my own Idol 22. I love it. There was also What else you got over there? There are lots of uh folks talking about hair was a big a big thing. Mm-hmm. The way that we can look different every day uh and it not being like a a, a big thing. Um the versatility mm-hmm. like hair, clothes, makeup, I can look like a different person every day of the week if I wanted to and look damn good doing it. Um, mm-hmm. absolutely how we compliment each other walking around essence fest with like a bath bomb of compliments it's nothing like a okay i see you <laughs> come through eyebrows from another eye from another black oh, I, woman to raise your confidence and make you feel loved i love hustling homegirl says i love how black women innovate without thinking about it we are the prototype and all we're doing is being our natural selves I love how our style, grace, syntax, and demeanor invites others to covet us. We're just so dope. Come on, syntax. Absolutely. Because hmm. we okay. sometimes it's okay. just inflection, right? We can say one word 50 different kinds of ways and um, every, like, you know, all that is understood for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. So good. I love, I love these responses. I love and I love how there's there's so many of the same ones are compliments that shows you yeah. the unity and how we feel about being black women and how we feel about other black women. I love it. I love it. Yes, Felicia. <sighs> but we just wanted to have a a small quick discussion 
on what we love about being black. You know, we could go on about this for days, but yeah. I think we're going to extend this through the through the month and through the rest of our lives. I think honestly, it should be good. Some... I, you know, and we would love to continue to, I love reading y'all's comments. So keep them coming. Yeah. Um, And I think it would be good to kind of keep the celebration up throughout the rest of the month at the very least, but you know, just make it into practice and, and self-care. What are the things that you're grateful for uh, when it comes, absolutely. When it comes to yourself, right? Absolutely. And we're going to have some dope black women on the show this month we're gonna have some dope guests coming through this month and some good announcements so i'm really excited but we're gonna skip the honesty box this week however continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com and we'll go right on over to black women self-care yay yay i deserve all right this uh this week in black women self-care I, I don't know. I know what you're going to say, but just let me do this. After much thought okay. and reflection and prayer and consultation with my family and my loved ones, I decided to get the, the, the COVID vaccine. I got vaccinated yesterday. My first dose of the vaccine yesterday. Congratulations. Um, and you know, I, I'm, you know, it was a decision. I, I, you know, you guys know that I have um, immune. I have RA, so you know my immune system is compromised mm-hmm. and all of that. And so it was a thoughtful decision I had to make with my doctors. And you know, after much research and debate and everything, it just seemed to be the best thing that mm-hmm. was in my best interest. And I also haven't seen my family, but thankfully, my grandparents—they have both been vaccinated. And my mom Mm -hmm. got her first dose this weekend as well. So hopefully once we get everybody in the household vaccinated, I can make some plans to go and see them. I have not seen them in over a year. And so um, we all just kind of agreed that we would do it together and we're going to trust God together Mm -hmm. that we're going to, you know, he's going to continue to keep us safe and well. Um, Just do your research and it is a decision that you can make for yourself. Um, And, you know, there's more and more information becoming available every day. It is something that you can Mm -hmm. make, you know, with the, under the consultation of your healthcare providers and just consulting your family and loved ones. And this was a choice that Mm -hmm. that I made as far as myself and my family. And, and, you know, if if it's something that you want to do, thankfully more and more vaccines are becoming available. So, um, pay attention to yes. the information as it as it comes out in your state, um, and hopefully you mm-hmm. can make the provision. Um, you know, get get you know get things in order, such that if that's something that you want to do, um, it's something that you mm-hmm. can take advantage of. So that's my black woman self care. Absolutely, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy for um for for people getting the opportunity to really just see their loved ones yeah you know there's a lot of sadness a lot of heaviness uh and i'm 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 really i'm really grateful for that he is right do your research like you know i am one of those people who was leery mm-hmm. um, and i was too don't make no you mistake know, not saying i'm still not <laughs> you right. know what i'm saying i'm like i don't know the long-term effects and that's just all honesty i've done my research i've done my reading um i am going to get vaccinated because i'm asthmatic and so in order to, uh, you know, yeah. try to try to protect my grandparents all got vaccinated. I think my parents um, might have gotten theirs or they're about to. But, you know, like, you know, we're ready for some normalcy in this world. So I'm just going to throw it to spirit and be like, all right, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> watch over your girl. Literally was getting a shot. It is like, very now, fair. <laughs> okay. I had to resolve with the fact that I, you know, once upon a time used to get my vaccinations in a public library. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's it. With a line of with a line of a hundred other niggas. So I I was like, you know, I've survived. Yes. I think worse conditions. <laughs> Science has come so far Absolutely. since nineteen eighty-nine. And you know, or whenever I had to give I don't even know when that shit started. So I, you know, I'll be all right. And um I think it's okay to acknowledge the fact that you may feel hesitant or not fully comfortable i think that's okay you know you make a a sound decision for yourself um 
And it's okay for people to feel hesitant and still do what they need to do. We're all human beings. Yeah. We don't know how this shit works. I'm not a fucking doctor scientist. I know I I know what I know from history and I also know that there are a number of black doctors that have been on the teams that have done the research. Absolutely. Um, I'm really that that is one thing that did make me comfortable in, you know, not a rack of Ben Carson's either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, there's been a lot of research and people are like, oh, well, it happened so fast. Well, uh, we'll look at technology. An app can come out in a day. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's just many it's just many, many variables that I had to look into that helped me to make that decision. But you do what's best for you. And I'm I'm happy for you, sis. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm happy for you. Hopefully I can come to New York soon now. So hopefully I can I come know. to New York soon. I haven't seen you blacks in Ooh. over a year either. We haven't seen we blacks in over a year. Yeah. I haven't seen Dustin. I haven't seen Fury. I haven't seen Tay. I haven't seen anybody. I haven't seen any of them. I've only seen the girls. Yeah. So, um... You know, it'll just be nice to get back to some level of normalcy and some level of like human interaction, you know, without just this impending doom and fear yes. of what what could be. I, you know, that's not normal for us as human beings. So I love that for you. I love that for us. For sure. Um, I took an entire day. I don't know the last, I've taken, you know, days, I've taken a little time or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I said, I'm going to make a concerted effort to wake up when I want to take a shower and just binge something literally all day. Like I don't have to obligate myself not to one email, not to wash one dish, not nothing. Period. And I took all of Saturday, woke up, took a shower, made a pallet on the couch and binge snowfall with Tristan all day. And it was in incredible <laughs> at first i felt antsy and i didn't i didn't i realized i was like bitch you don't know how to relax yeah. so i had to meditate and say lean into it and once i leaned into actually like resting my mind and my body it was everything i needed so that was my black woman self-care this week yeah i'm actually working i was talking to crystal about that earlier today about like how i um you know i will say that i'm resting but then you know, after I have, quote, rested, I will shame myself for the rest, right? So it's like thinking about what it really means to actually uh, integrate time for rest Mm -hmm. and reset into my daily schedule, recognizing that it's Mm -hmm. very much a part of my process of productivity. It's not something that that I get to do, but it is something that I absolutely have to do in order to be my best self. And that is a lot of the Absolutely. the self-work I was talking about earlier, you know, me sort of like unlearning some of these unhealthy patterns, right? Mm-hmm. And um, structuring my life with the prop- with people who will support me taking care of myself mm-hmm. in these ways as opposed to just, you know, Absolutely. reminding me that I have to take care of myself financially. And yeah. as such, I need to work and burn both, can- burn, burn the candle at both ends. But- do what you Not need to do. Yeah. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, recognize that that's going to look different for everyone. And it's going to require you to do some intentional work to really know what your needs are and know how to, to meet them. So black women self-care. Hooray. That's what we need. <laughs> Ooh, let's go be petty. Okay, let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. Oh, so my petty peeve this week. Um, Wow, did it just go away that fast? <laughs> oh, man, you just had it. <laughs> I literally just fucking had it. Yikes. Wait a minute, how the hell did that happen? Oh, my gosh, you're so old. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, okay I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give me another countdown. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Um, okay, you can start in <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Okay. My petty peeve this week is for um, New York landlords, management companies, what have you. Uh, you know, th- so when the pandemic started, they implemented a 
uh, freeze where they are not allowed to increase your rent, um, even if you had to renew your lease for, I think it was a one-year lease or in the first year of a two-year lease, right? Mm -hmm. And that started in October of 2020 and is still going forward. Well, I got my lease renewal, you know, with the required additional security deposit and signed everything, sent it off or whatever. Didn't even know about this until a little bit later when I was talking to a friend who was like, oh, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> I remember doing some research and nope, found it and showed me where it is. It was illegal for them to do that during the time. So now I'm battling with them. Not it's it's not me needing that security deposit back. It's the principle. It's the fact that you all um, knew that this was the case and still tried to take advantage of me as a tenant and, uh, you know, my own ignorance or my, you know, not knowing my full rights or what have you. So it's for New York City landlords and, and management companies who like to complain about how butthurt they were during this fucking <laughs> pandemic and how, oh, I'm not going to, you know, we, you people still need to pay their rent even though they're not working. Kiss my ass because you all don't care about anybody's well-being, even though you're always going to make your money. Kiss my ass. And the fact that you sit up here and tried to dupe me. Knowing I didn't know if I didn't have that person pop up in my life and tell me that on that phone call, like, oh, wait a minute, uh -uh, sis, this is where these changes came into effect. They owe you that that deposit back and you need to report them to the renters board. So that's what I'm doing. I'm working on uh, reporting some white people snitching (laughs) this good March. Um, What's your petty peeve? (laughs) Um, Similarly, I think that... um so one of the things that that was that I noticed in sort of like navigating my vaccine experience is that here in the state of Maryland, um, you know, the website, like you have to find and you have to get sign up for an appointment via th- this website. Um, and the website has not been like it's not really updated all that regularly in terms of information. So, you know, um, and it's not it's not accessible. um in the ways that I think are necessary for the, you know, older people. Right. And so what, what Mm I, when I, you know, you have to navigate this really long and cumbersome application process. Um, And if you are not like really computer savvy, I can really see it being a a struggle for you. Um, And even when I was helping, Mm. um, helping assisting my mom and getting my grandparents set up and even getting my mom set up, you know, the way in which that we're, we're going about making citizens aware of the vaccine um, and, you know, walking folks through this application process, the appointment process, you know, I feel like it's very cumbersome and I think it could be streamlined a lot more to make, make it easier mm-hmm. for, you know, our, you know, uh, senior citizens, especially to, to gain mm-hmm. access to the information that they need in order to get, you know, this vaccine. I in the in the short time that I was there at my vaccination site, I saw at least ten older people turned away because they didn't have the proper paperwork. They didn't have, um, you know, something. They were missing something that, if the information was clearer and and um, more accessible on the website, I think it would have avoided a lot of that confusion. And so I don't know who is in charge. Um, and this is not so much a, I mean, it was, it is a complaint, I guess, but it is not, I understand that this is really hard and no one's ever had to do this before. I just feel like we can probably have more efficient systems for handling this. Um, because, you know, I think it, 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 it doesn't have to be this hard and I really feel bad. Mm-hmm. There's a, there was an older gentleman who was before me and, you know, <laughs> just, you know, old, I'm thinking, think, picture your, like, and I know my grandfather, like, you know, was probably in a similar situation, right? Of course, he's there. And older black men, you know, they wear button-down shirts with cuffs and stuff and, and you know, jackets. So he had to take off all his clothes to take to, to get so he can actually get the shot. <laughs> and then, you know, you have, to, you have to walk around. There's a place where you have to sit and wait. And then you have to, you're supposed to, they give you a QR code 
that you take a picture of mm-hmm. so you can sign up for your next appointment. And I'm like, that man don't know nothing about no oh, QR code. Why would you do that? And I'm like, why would you do that do to somebody's grandparents? Assistance? You know what I'm saying? And I felt bad because I'm trying to maintain distance, but let him know that I would help him if, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you want me to do it? Blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until another young lady who was working there recognized what was going on, was able to kind of help him and walk him through the process. Good. But I just feel like, you know, we are set, there's older people who don't have you know the kind of know-how to navigate these things and i know that technology is there and and it's convenient for those of us who know how to use it but for those of us who do not know how to use it it can be an obstacle it can be a barrier which is which which can keep the people who need the vaccine the most from getting it Mm -hmm. and that is what that is what kind of hurt my heart to see and i was thinking like what are ways that we can kind of help are there ways that we can I was checking in, you know, my mom would call them, calling my aunts and stuff and making sure, do y'all know how to get to the vaccine place? Do you have everything? Send me the website so I can make sure you have everything. Like, you know, I have to, <laughs> send, let me see, show me what you've got. Okay. Do you have this? Okay. No, you don't need that. Okay. Cause my mama was going in there with her insurance cards and I'm like, girl, you need your license. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not your insurance card. They're not going to charge your insurance. Um, you know, because I mean, at least, I said, at least in Maryland, I know they weren't, you know, they weren't charging. You sign up, you get the shot, period. And so you can have your insurance card, but they need your, they need your license and other things to confirm your eligibility. And that was the barrier. Mm-hmm. So like people are like, I don't live in this county, but I work in this county and I have my ID, my, my license, but I don't have my job ID mm-hmm. that says that I work in this county. And so I now have to go back home and get it and come back. So it's just it's just too much. Um, and this is just a complicated it's thing. Too much. It's too much. much. But yeah, that's my petty peeve. We gotta yeah, stop doing out. that to people's grandparents. Yeah, we got My grandma don't out. know how to use Uber Eats. You know what I'm saying? You think she knows how to scan a QR code. Are you Please. kidding me? He's like, <laughs> ask the man, do you have a smartphone? He was like, I think. <laughs> yes, you have a smartphone. And he was like, she was like, okay, open your camera and scan this. And he was looking at her like, I'm not finna do that. I don't know what you're talking about. What? And I was like, Somebody please help me help him. <laughs> but I can't be all up on him. I couldn't be. I had to maintain social distance. It was just hard. It was hard to see. But that's my petty peeve, man. See, this is why people need the damn vaccine. You can't even help the elderly anymore. This is what I'm days. saying. Like, I just, I'm trying to be nice. You're afraid to get close to him. Help somebody. But, you know, I had to stay eight feet away, like yelling across. Okay, so what you got to do next? Through my mask, right? <laughs> it's just so hard so it sounds like exactly and that's another thing that's another petty peeve I have I am so tired of screaming behind this mask and can't nobody understand me I know I'm like I'm like trying to hold like what I don't know what you're saying we all sound like those uh, whenever you're trying to hide the identity of people in the crime shows and be like I don't know what you're saying I don't know what you're saying Oh man, I'm ready for I'm ready for the world to return. I mean, it may Herd not immunity. return to normal like we know it, it but won't. it's got to be no. there's got to be ways that are easier than this. Please God. Oh, mass forever for me in yeah. public. Let's just be clear. Mass forever. <laughs> we are going inside. It's mass forever. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, we'll see what happens, friends. Keep us posted on your on your uh, roaring twenties returns as, <laughs> as the world starts to, starts to see what's going on, and that is another episode of Getting Grown for sure. Thank you all so much for coming and sitting at the kitchen table with us. If you listen this week and you're not a black woman, I hope that you made a list of everything that you love about black women and um, say thank you to the black women in your life for being in your life and for being alive. <laughs> uh, sis tell them what else to do yeah man you want to continue to moisturize your skin uh, because if not we're going to age like those other people you also want to make sure that you are minding your business okay because it is yours okay Yearn. it is the one it is a business that you are responsible for um and mm-hmm. then you want to drink your water because your black will crack if it's dry bye bye <laughs>